It's Craggy's Kind of Rugby Podcast. We're tidying up as we uh, just finished the that's interviews. Yes, yes, there's another cable. Oh, well, not cables that is, but yeah. Wow, Rob, wow. Yeah, just an amazing night. Uh, scenes. Um, I was just saying to Lindley there, you just see moments like that come up once in a while. I think in the pre-game podcast, some of you will have heard, we said this. It was like, these are the nights. Yes. And this is why we do it. Yes. And... I think that's the point, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and my God, did they make us sweat for it. They absolutely made us sweat for it. We're going we're gonna to break into myself and Lindy did some in-match stuff, oh, which yeah. we'll, we'll oh, come cool. back to in a, in a couple of minutes. But Lindy, you've had a few more minutes now to think about it. You've heard what Andy Friend and Jack Carty have to say, and we'll, we'll also hear that in a couple of minutes. But you've had a bit more, can we? We were a bit excited at the end of the match, but what are your thoughts now? I'm just delighted that Connacht have been able to take another one out of Ulster up here in Ravenhill. We know we've done it before. They did it in 2018 for the first time. They've done it in the Rainbow Cup. But I think it's actually it's showing the progress that Connacht have made in those in, during that time, during mm-hmm. Andy Friends. And I have, you have to compliment Andy Friend because Absolutely. it's been done during his reign. Yep. It now means that Connacht have that confidence that they can play their own game mm-hmm. and win. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have to play... You know, it's not a fluke. It's you know, it's it's not fi- that Ulster are bad because they weren't. Because let's face it, if you look at their pack, their pack mm-hmm. really should have should have stonewalled us completely, but they didn't. They they pride themselves. So I think it's a really significant win, in the sense that Connacht now know that 2018 and the odd Rainbow Cup win was not a fluke. That they can do it if they stick to the way that they play their game. Yeah, and it's playoff rugby. So it's not like, it's best on best. That's my mm-hmm. phrase I'm trying to introduce yep. to sport in Europe because it's a big American phrase. But it's best on best because it's not a regular season game with different things at play and we're already in the playoffs and we weren't too worried about that. This was everything on the line. This is, like you said it so well in the pregame podcast, someone is going on their holidays and it's mm-hmm. Ulster. And I'm not saying that to be glib or to dig at them. It's just we were about to be on our holidays when they were on our line. Yep. And somehow we dug in resilience, character, oozing out of this group I said before in the pre-game podcast you guys said we th- you thought we could win I thought I thought we were going to be brave I thought we were going to put ourselves in a position to win I thought we've been sensational in these last three months and I believed it was possible but I had to say gut feeling on the line we won't get it done when Kieran Marmion decided to bounce through six players yeah. and break 45 metres <laughs> I'm sorry Kieran, and I'm sorry the rest of you you can get it done you nailed it and you've done Every single Connacht rugby person all over the world, so much. You give us so much pride. I'm getting, I said to Jack Cardi and you here in the interview, I say you're getting loads of texts, Jack. Even I'm getting, I'm getting texts from people all over the place who mm-hmm. know, yeah, and you're going to get it too, Alan. Yeah, no, and and yeah. all the Connacht fans who listen to this podcast yeah. are definitely going to get that. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is why we do it, because we just want the team to be proud of them. When we walked down to Newcastle, oh, we were like, God, mm. what's going on? Now we walk out of here, whatever they do next week, they are just an absolute group of giants, and I'm so proud of them. They certainly are. They certainly are. William, you're standing there contemplating deep. You've got all the bags packed now, so, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought they'd win. I said that during the week, and I thought they would. the weaknesses in Ulster were the weaknesses in Ulster this evening, but the trick is you have to exploit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't carry the ball well. Uh, Dan nearly every second answer we didn't win at the breakdown because Connacht beat us they were better than us we weren't good enough and that's where they 
you know, Stephen Ferris during the week said uh, on the interview thing, Ulster don't have ball carriers. Yeah. And he said their, their back line is very... He didn't... It's hard to paraphrase it, but he, he suggested that the back line really only fires when they're on top. And they're expecting the forwards to, to get the driving balls going. Well, if you don't give away the penalties, uh, you don't get the kick into the corner. Mm-hmm. It was a solid... That's the best performance they've put in since the finals. The best performance under the Andy Friend era, yeah. uh, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, but it still yeah, was... Because I was chanting the curtain to Murray Kinsler before, and he said, Connick should have been so far ahead. There was no way it should have been as close as it was. Yeah, you have to learn to win easily, and we haven't learned that. That's, another, that's the next thing they need to get, get working on. Mm. Uh, they butchered a couple of chances in the first half. Ulster were... I think they were a bit shell-shocked by how hard and physical Connick were. Connick came off, and they didn't just try to stop them. They actually went after them. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it did get sticky there a couple of moments. But they rode, they rode it out, and that was just a performance that they, they have to build on that now next week. Now, that's not going to be easy, mm. but that's a really great challenge for them. I just I want to say I counted about 520 fans here, so be careful, people, if you're claiming you're here in 20 years. That's the number. And yeah. every one of them made themselves heard. They were proud. They were noisy. They were full of green flags. It was incredible. Well done. Yeah, and that finish at the end with the, the, the players climbing into the stand. Ah. I've got a few photographs. I'll fire them up. They're not particularly good photographs because my phone isn't the best, but it doesn't matter. You'll get a feel for how they, 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 they brought themselves into that and really engaged with the fans yet again. OK, before I bring William back in, let's listen to um, how the match went with myself and Lindley because we were sitting away from William and Rob today for the first time. Here's myself and Lindley's thoughts, followed by Jack Carty and... Andy Friend and their thoughts afterwards. Okay, Lindley's just gone 20 minutes, 22 minutes, sorry. Um, we missed a 20 minute start because I didn't have the card in the machine. Um, but Connacht are losing 3 0 when they could be winning 10 3. Yeah, I think Ulster, Ulster started very well, took a while for Connacht to get into the game, but then they really started to make an impact when they kept the ball in hand. Great opportunity, didn't take the three points when they had a penalty. Yep. Uh, that was a missed opportunity. The next one was a they created a wonderful move with just outside the 22. Farrell ploughing ahead with the ball, had Blade on his on his shoulder and instead decided to try to keep the ball. Turnover, lost opportunity. Could have been 10, yep. 10 basically 10-0 up and instead Ulster immediately turned round, grabbed a penalty, took it, John Cooney kicked it as John Cooney always does yes. and now they're ahead 3-0. But the one thing I have to say is Connacht are actually defending quite well and they're winning a lot of the contacts. So even though we're losing 3-0, there's a feeling that we're actually doing quite well. Oh, I think I think Connacht are actually are coping very well with what we want to expect to be a dominant Ulster pack. Yes. And I think that's a really key and very vital thing. They're 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 you know totally in this contest, totally with it. I think their backs also have I think they have a little bit extra the contest. They do, backs. they do. There definitely seems to be something there. Nine minutes, 53 seconds. Connacht have a penalty in front of the goals. They were trying to run it. That's why the crowd cheered because they knocked it on. And Connacht have a chance to get into a nine points to three lead. They are dominating this game, Lindley. And I'd say they're going to kick this penalty. I hope they do. It's right in front of the posts. 
Referees having a long discussion with Alan O'Connor because they're giving a lot of penalties away in the 22. And I'm not sure the crowd are going to be quiet for this kick. <laughs> you wouldn't expect them to, would you? I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a great crowd, and as we know, Ulster are always a brilliant supporters of their of, of their team, and it's just such an exciting atmosphere. But the funniest thing is, despite the fact that we can hear them chanting and singing, we can also hear the Connaught fans yes. when Connaught are in possession, and so there's certainly a huge number of Connaught supporters here now. Just here's Jack going to kick that penalty straight through the posts. Half time, Connaught ahead. Nine points to three. And well deserved. Connacht have been playing all the rugby. Mac Hansen's gone off with a head knock. He hasn't come back, so we're assuming we're not going to see him anymore. But Connacht have been playing some great rugby, and Seamus Hurley, Hurley Langton is just incredible. Quite a revelation, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I think possibly he took a, long, a little while to bed in. We didn't see too much of him. But now he's really hit his straps, you know? I have to say, for a, for a, for a lad from Taranaki... We used to play in the Manor to my home, my home province. <laughs> <laughs> love it, I love it. It's, it's, no, it's, it's great to see. Uh, uh, it's great to see a young fella, another, another selection to bring in somebody unknown. Yes. Because we can't afford the big names. Yeah. And for someone of that potential who's really fulfilling, you know, the reason he came here. Yeah. And he's doing a brilliant job. Look, this is a really exciting match. Let's face it. It's helter skelter the whole way. Yes. You know. Very, very physical. Extremely physical, and. The execution, you can see the tension in both sides because yep. the execution is not 100% from either. Exactly. There's quite a lot of knock-ons. There's quite a lot of hurry passes, poor passes. Yeah. And so, yes, it's not clinically, it's not the clinically the most excellent performance, but at the same time, also know that Connacht are in this game. They are. Connacht are winning, but they need to get a try. They, they've been in there 22. I don't know how many times. I'm sure Daniel sent me on the stats. Um, I'll have to keep an eye because he normally sends me stats at half time um, but you know I'm just looking at the, the official stats Connacht have had 60% possession 61% territory they've only missed 4 tackles as against 13 from, from Ulster um, won 4 turnovers and the penalty count is pe- 9 penalties against Ulster that's massive that's why he had that chat with him near the end only 6 against Connacht but that's a fair reflection from the, in, the, in terms of the scoreline Okay, we're taking 60 minutes slightly early because there's a big break in play for a couple of injuries. But Connacht now has stretched the lead to uh, 12 points to three and but are struggling to score. They need to dominate, but they're not scoring. It's not finished yet. They've essentially spent 20 minutes of the second half inside the Ulster. Yeah, 22 uh, more, Yeah, maybe, 22 yeah. for a lot of the time. And they still haven't been able to, get to score. I think they just need sometimes to just... Calm. Calm down a bit. Yeah, they're not just not being clinical enough. Yeah, you know, I mean, there was a brilliant opportunity there for someone to score a try over the far side of the pitch, and I can't believe that Bundy threw the ball away. It was just a terrible pass. It was, and he was within about two meters of the line. Yeah. Absolutely, sho- absolutely shocking for an international. Sorry to say that, but yeah, you know, yeah. I was, you know, it was almost like he just. Didn't yeah. want, didn't want, he didn't want to, to take responsibility. Yeah. Didn't want to take responsibility. Or if he thought that there was someone on his shoulder, then the pass should have been a nice soft pass for yeah. the person to catch. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a huge opportunity lost. Now look, we're still ahead. Rafter replacements come on both sides. It's we still have the initiative. We do. And and we're still on the right side of the field, right end of the field at the moment. Let's, we do. Hope, let's hope it stays that way. Yes, exactly. 
I don't know what that penalty for was, Lemieux. I don't really care. Connacht have won. They've won in Ulster for only the third time since 1960, and it means they've got to a trip to South Africa. What's your initial... Like, wow, I, I had actually given up. I'd given up. I thought when Bundy made that silly pass and gave all the momentum back to, to Ulster, I thought Ulster were going to win it. They got the five-metre line out, but wow, wow from Connacht. Just so gutsy. Yeah. You know, that was a real 80-minute effort. You're right. Connacht should have put them away. Yeah. When Much they earlier. had the opportunity for that try. I think I'm just I'm just saying to myself, as you know, I just ran up to take a picture yes. of, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. of Pete Wilkins. And you give him a big and, hug. And because I remember the first time yes. we won up here. Yes. I left the seat to take a picture. And I remember it because I put it up and posted it of Andy Friend with his arms raised. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, I've got to go down and take another one We're on this getting... momentous occasion again. Absolutely. So listen, no, this is brilliant for Connor. This is... This is a well-deserved win. No one can take that away from Connacht. No, it was all. hard graft in the second Absolutely. half. They were on the back foot for most of the second half. Well, no, they were on the back foot for the second half of the second half. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and look, fair juice to them. I thought, I thought it was all over. <laughs> yeah, also oh, right. I, I, I couldn't believe that we, we were going to stop them, but we made the right substitutions at the right time, and it was just phenomenal. A lot of Connacht fans now coming past us here. They're heading, heading out the gates and they're looking very, very happy, it has to be said. It's Aiden O'Halloran. Aiden, Aiden, quick word. What did you think of that? That was magical. That's the only word. What, what can you say? What a fence in the end. Unbelievable. Like. Really that was. Jack Carty, uh, it's a good bit after the full time whistle. Have you composed yourself? Uh, yeah, I have, yeah. Um, um, I was only I was uncomposed for about four or five minutes where I was crying like a little baby but um, yeah um, I suppose <laughs> it was kind of a weird one I think if that was any other year we probably we would have thrown away at the end but our defence our forwards were incredible um, left, left a, a crazy amount of points out there as well but um, our Maldi our physicality our breakdown was were phenomenal and I think that's where the difference the difference was yeah, resilience was a word I was using, um, full of it in those closing stages. And then when you talk to people uh, who have maybe a, a slightly more neutral eye on the whole process, they say, look, Connacht were the better team for a long period, but they needed a bit of luck at the end and they needed to hang on. Uh, yeah, again, look, we we probably shouldn't have been in that position at the end where we were um, where we given them access and gave them the ability to kind of win at the end. However, you know, we I think maybe left 21 points out there um, at various stages, but I think what that game has taught us now is how to to win win quarterfinal games I know there's a prominent um, well he says he's a Connacht fan I don't know if he is a Connacht fan on uh, Twitter who kind of puts stuff out there in terms of myself and Friendy not winning quarterfinal games so I think he can kind of um, you know probably who I'm talking about so he can talk he can you know take that one and have a little think about it but um, yeah we're delighted and we'll learn from that and learn I suppose how to close out a game a bit better yeah, look, at the end of the day, this is one of the... We're trying to rank it, and this is kind of probably nonsense, trying to say second biggest win, bird a win. But like, it, it's just a reception. It's just what it means. I don't, you're gonna be, your phone's going to light up. But my phone's lighting up with people all over the world texting me going, what a night for Connacht. Oh, Connacht supporters, this means so much to them that you guys have got what they feel you deserve because of the run you've had over the last three months. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> you know, um, 
we were we were quietly confident coming up here. I don't know what what it was externally, but we were um, massively just focused on ourselves. I think any of the games that we've done well against Ulster, we've matched them phys- with their physicality, and we've we've stopped giving them access to our twenty-two through their mall, and we did that today. Um, I don't know. I think maybe the turning point in that game was in the first half where there was that bit of a scuffle, and um, and I suppose we didn't kind of back down from it. I think from that point on, it kind of showed that we were here and we meant business. Certainly did. What do you want from the group now? What do you want from the supporters? Does, belief is there now. You gotta think you can go even further. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it'll be a different type of opposition next week um, in terms of physicality and what they bring. But um, yeah, it's you know, it's again we're going going wherever we need to go with nothing to lose. I think both them teams. Um, it'll, be, it'll be a massive, massive um, opportunity for us, but it'll be. We'll be going there with nothing to lose, and I think we have to improve on a lot of aspects tonight, which is the exciting thing. Yeah, exciting of that. You only get a week, but Jack, you got to enjoy this tonight now. These are the nights. This is what you play rugby for, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's what we said. We said at the start of the season, um, you know, we met as we met as players, and we kind of spoke about what we wanted to do, and um, it almost felt in terms of that was written in the stars. It almost it was destiny that that was going to happen tonight. But I think, as you said, it's important now to, to kick on from that. That that, that isn't the that isn't the end of it. We build on, we win next week and get to a final. The nation's media is waiting for you. I better let you go. Cool, thanks. Andy, friend, pull the bones out of that one. Uh, just a lot of character, a lot of heart. Um, missed opportunities, definitely, but uh, um, our defence won us the game. Our breakdown in defence won us the game, which, uh, which was brilliant. Is that the culmination? Is that the performance that you've been sort of waiting for and hoping for, that it would come together in one night when the pressure was on and everybody would stand up and you would pull off the win uh, well I think what gave us what was great there was um, was the way in which we won like we weren't perfect out there tonight by a long stretch we left points out there but normally if we do that we don't win games of footy so the growth in that team there was we weren't perfect but we still stuck to our guns with our defence and our defence won us a game of footy so Immensely proud of that, but but uh, know full well that we can go we can go to another level, which is good and exciting. And I suppose that's looking to the future, but the future is next Saturday mm. in uh, Cape Town or Pretoria. Um, what's the mood? Bring it on! Yeah, bring it on! Like you know, we got sore bodies there. We're staying up in Ulster tonight, uh, which is good. Um, it's a really smart move by the club. It allows us to get a good rest. Um, travel back tomorrow. We'll we'll prepare on. Uh, sorry, mate. We'll prepare. Um, uh, on Monday, uh, we're likely to fly on Tuesday, have a rest day on Wednesday over there. Um, maybe train on Thursday, maybe train on Friday. They don't need more train at the moment, they just need rest and recovery and, and confidence and belief. And they've got confidence and belief out of that tonight in spades, which is good. A few sore bodies, don't in the sore bodies. But I bet, I bet, they're, bet they haven't noticed yet, have they? Uh, uh, no, nah, they'll work it out tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't care who you're playing, do you? No, I don't care who we're playing. Um, we got beat by both teams last at the start of the season well, but we got beat by this mob at the start of the season very well. So um, we know we're a different footy team now and we've got momentum behind us and you know we're going to go over there and give it a really good shot and who knows. Zero and three, one and four, four and seven on New Year's Day in Dublin. Three and seven. Three and seven. To turn that round mm. and to come out now in the semi-finals, I mm. mean, that's that's some... That is a huge turnaround. Yeah, and that's a real compliment to to Pete, Pete Wilkins, our other coaches, and our players as well. There's been enormous belief within the group, whilst others outside may not have had the belief we did, and we have had, and uh, and here we are, heading to a semi-final. So very proud of the boys.
Go well. Thanks, we'll mate. talk again during the week when you're down in South Africa. How, how much do you attribute to changing the surface and the sports ground to the way you've changed your game? Oh, it's enormous, Lindley, because we can now train on a consistent on a consistent um, surface and, and it just allows us to, every single training session, build our game, which has been brilliant. In terms of the, in terms of 50, uh, the, the 2018 game, how do you feel in terms of that? Much was better. <laughs> feel much better than yes, we're going to go out and have a quick party. Rob's going to... We'll have to shoot off. I got it. You guys are just going to sit back and have a birthday party. Can we say whose birthday it is? Oh, it's William's birthday, yes. Happy William. birthday, William. William. Yes. yes, I think this is a decent way to celebrate your birthday. The team that you marched up to watch and play, the All Blacks in whatever, 1974, have just gone and given one of their greatest ever days. Uh, not bad, not a bad birthday. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll take it back in my... Uh city where I was raised for first little period of ah. my life so yeah it's great it's absolutely brilliant I was delighted for them proud of them did a good job tonight uh, that performance was needed because they have uh, they've been getting there yes and what did I say during the week line in the sand they were talking about it themselves they knew that if they didn't get over it today they'd be starting again I loved when you said that in the pre-game podcast I'm about to leave now so I'm going to say this to finish I loved what William said I absolutely I banged the steering wheel when I was driving up because I was like absolutely bloody right because listen I said this after Leinster earlier in the year I keep going back to it I just felt I know they lost 10 nils to the greatest team in the world and they did brave I was sickened by that performance because we, we left it out there we did. they didn't tonight and yeah. I'm saying this to finish call me getting carried away but we'll see how it pans out tomorrow we'll watch the games don't call this full stop don't let this no, be no. full stop I know they celebrate it and I know the way it works in other sports in Ireland they say ah that, that's their final it's not that's not their mindset it shouldn't be I'd say as far as to say another line in sand win in South Africa why not I don't think that is their mindset yeah no I'm I, saying I, it's not but I'm saying it is in other sports in Ireland mm. I think this group are going to prove that wrong. No, I think they're going to go there to I win. Don't, I don't think it's their mindset at all. And I think, you know, if you listen to Andy Friend in there, I think they're, you know, they do have a long week in front of them and then a lot of travel. So, you know, it's going but to be this, a little bit you know, difficult. This, this, but I think this, this was a shot to nothing. Next week's uh, an even bigger shot yeah, to nothing because nobody's going to give... But I don't think they f- see it as no, a no, shot. No, exactly. don't see it yeah. as a shot to nothing. Exactly. Did you hear him at the end of the season speaking to the crowd in the Clan Terrace? The first thing he said is, we're going to try and get you some silverware before I'm gone. Like... That's like, what he wants. That's a mindset. I got to go, lad. Yeah. That's a mindset. Yeah. Talk to you during the week. Yeah, no worries, no worries. And you also have to remember that this isn't a team that doesn't have winners in there. There were plenty of players still available who were there for the championship winning season. Like, it's what? When we went out 23, so it's eight years ago. 2000 and, no, 2016. So, yeah, 2016. So, but there's still players there who know how to win and know that they can win because then they can now know they believe how to win. My God, Seamus Early Langting, what a performance. Yeah, he's um, come up in the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's been putting in good performances, but I think players have to, they hit periods of form. Mm-hmm. They get a better understanding of their own game and what's, what's required of them. Uh, it's a competitive area, the back row. Cian uh, Prendergast was massive. Connor Oliver was massive. The back row, I mean, all through the team. Yeah. The, but they did leave points behind them, and that will annoy them. They're, it's a very odd week for them because they will probably come in on Monday. They'll have a light mm. run to see who's yeah. ready to go. Uh, and there may be some disappointed players because they're going to bring 27, 28 players. And there might be some guys told them, sorry, we just don't think you're going to be fit enough for next weekend. And we'll have to bring somebody else. And that's going to be tough. But, that, but they're able to do that. Yes. Um, I I think, there I weren't think any major injuries, though, from today, were there? 
I don't know. There'll be there'll be a few sore bodies out there. Definitely. Any major No, it didn't look as though. Didn't look. Didn't look as if there was two major. The Connacht bench was incredibly strong. Yes. Ulster's wasn't. Ulster's yes. bench fell on its face. Mm -hmm. And apart from Dan Stewart, who should have started? Tom Stewart. Tom Stewart. Well, he should have started instead of uh, Herring, who gives you nothing around the park, mm. but can throw the ball into a lineup. But that's about it. And I, I thought that was a mistake. Um, and it's, it's up to Connacht now to regroup, which they will do, and go down there with a great deal of confidence. And the pressure will still be on either the Stormers or the Bulls. Their fans will be turning up expecting them to win. Absolutely. And I think the Bulls are a tough outfit. Yeah. Uh, the Stormers are a bit flaky and they're missing five or six players. They might struggle yeah, to actually struggle. beat the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. So it could be Pretoria, it could be Altitude. Who cares? It's a semi-final. Yeah, and semi-finals, you know something, semi-finals are, are the hardest because losing in a semi-final is rancid. Mm. But it's also an opportunity just go, I'm just seeing the Connacht players now walking out. They're on their way to their bus back to the hotel. Um, they have a big week in front of them, but they should take it in their stride. They've, they've come up here. They've delivered uh, against the one to five on favourites for this game. Mm. And yeah, let's, as, uh, let, let's get it. As Andy Friend said at the end of the when I was talking to him, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Okay. I think we'll leave it there. I think we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about during the week. Um, we have to find out where we're going to be able to commentate from because I'm doubt you and me are going down to our Rob are going down to South Africa. Um, but yeah, we'll figure that out and we'll talk to you during the week, folks. So hope you enjoyed that and um, we'll chat soon. Loose, cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes. Sound.